Friend, it's finally here, the Redeemed Midlife CEO. This is the system and support that you need as a busy Christian woman entrepreneur who's committed to building your God-given life and business as a wise steward to ultimately build his kingdom. Imagine no longer staying on the busyness merry-go-round that keeps you feeling like you're just going in circles with results that are a little topsy-turvy, but instead being firmly planted in God's truth about who you are and what you're called to in your life and business. And with practical time management tools in hand, you can start experiencing the fruitfulness you long for, all the while working less hours so you can be more present in your life. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You just need someone to show you how. And to make it even easier to not put off your business or life till after the holidays, and start redeeming your time right now, through December 14th, I am offering $1,000. Yes, you heard that right. $1,000 off the Redeemed Midlife CEO, which will take you on a 12-month journey. Yes, an entire year. So you can truly shift everything in both your heart and calendar when it comes to how you're spending your time. Why 12 months? Because it takes time to really do the inner work and implement new habits and systems in a way that doesn't fade away like all the other programs, planners, or all start January 1st plans that you've tried in the past. The Redeemed Midlife CEO will help you to go from busyness to fruitfulness with less stress and time wasted and more peace and presence to who and what matters most. But warning, it isn't a course. It's something completely different. This faith-centered group gives you access to my customizable system through self-paced modules, plus substantial ongoing support you won't find anywhere else, including significant one-on-one personal access to me. And all of it is inside of a community consisting of committed, like-minded Christian women entrepreneurs just like you. It's truly the best of all worlds with individual and group and one-on-one access. This, my friend, is how everything will transform about your time in both your life and business in 2024, or help you take things to that next level. It's how you can transform how you view and use your time as a gift from him, as a kingdom-focused CEO, so you can take back control of your thoughts, your calendar, your to-do list, or better yet, ditch those never-ending lists of should-dos in both your life and business because you know exactly where to focus and when. The Redeemed Midlife CEO will lead you through my simple four-step process to realign your life, redeem your time, redesign your business, and refocus your growth. And it's not just about learning. It's about doing with consistency to eliminate the knowing-doing gap and the stop-start cycle you've been experiencing on your own. That way, you can show up to your business fully present and guilt-free and show up to your life fully present and distraction-free. Girl, this is where things really change. So what are you waiting for? CEOs, aka Christ-empowered operators, don't wait until January 1st. And they don't wait until tomorrow either. Because when you join us by December 14th, you get access to these incredible bonuses. 52 biblical midlife and business belief mindset prompts, a midlife personal growth book study and reflection discussions, a jumpstart your with God business vision and planning guide, plus 
weekly co-working and accountability coaching sessions. And if that isn't enough, you also get an exclusive invitation to join me for a live with God business vision workshop before the holidays to get what he's put on your heart onto paper and start creating your with God plans for the next year. So that way you can fully unplug to just be with family and friends and you'll be ready to roll when the new year comes around. Sound like something you need? I thought so. That's why I created it, especially for women like you. So before we hop into today's workshop conversation, I want to invite you to take a minute right now, before you get distracted by anything else, to learn more and submit your application right away so we can see if we're a good fit to work together. Just head to redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. And if we are a good fit, I'll invite you to join this exclusive coaching program along with a special code to get $1,000 off before the introductory pricing expires on December 14th. Feel free to push pause now and click the link in the show notes. I'll wait for you. And then we'll dive into today's workshop. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list? It's a disordered heart and a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business, from launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community, oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years, and I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then, God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? So welcome everyone to day one of the CEO's Don't Wait Till January 1st workshop series. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I can't believe this day is here. Anyone else feel like, wow, it's December already? And I don't know about you, but December seems to go like exponentially faster than any other month of the year. So before we know it, it's going to be January 1st. But kudos to you because you're not waiting till January 1st, like so many people right now, right? Where they are just like, ah, I'll get to it after the holidays. You know, life is busy right now. And, and that's not you. So yes, as you're coming in, say hello in the chat. Tell us where you're from. Uh, if you brought a favorite drink with you, please share what that is. 
Um, I'm going to share with you guys what I brought. I don't know that it's necessarily my favorite drink, but it has significance. And part of it is visual. So if you're watching, you know, the recording, I've got some green tea uh, in this special mug. What do you notice about this mug? Looks a little different than probably what you're used to. Does not have a handle. Okay. This is a teacup from Central Asia. And this is part of my with God vision for my business. Um, I just feel like, wow, we have the luxury of time and technology, right? To push pause on whatever's going on in our day, our week, and, and come do something like this, right? But I've been now, I literally just bought plane tickets a couple of days ago to go back to Central Asia for the fourth time. And I just really have a heart for the women there. Uh, tea is a huge way they show hospitality, right? When someone comes to your home, you pour them tea. And yet these women are pouring from an empty cup because they are expected to pour out all day long and they're not being refilled. And so my heart is that Redeem Her Time is going to partner with some organizations over there to really be able to pour into these women. So I'm going to be sipping on my green tea out of my Central Asian little um, teacup here all week, just as that reminder of like, this is bigger than us, right? This is about what God is doing. And I will share more about that um, at our open house on Friday. So yes, this is a four-day workshop, but there will be an open house on Friday. So go ahead and just block it off in your calendar now. Um, and I just want to say too, I scheduled this over a lunch hour on purpose so that hopefully it made it easier to say yes to. And I also want to say, come as you are. It's about how you're showing up on the inside. Did anybody see my Facebook live this morning and are glad that I don't look the way that I did in that video, right? But like legit, I would have been ready to go in front of the camera and pour out what God's been pouring into me because what really matters is all the preparation that's gone on on the inside, right? Not just in making notes and things like that, but really in what he's been downloading into my heart and my spirit and my business. But for so long, I was all about doing the right things on the outside. I was all about the what, and I wasted a lot of time just doing things. And then God really got my attention. You know, sometimes he has to hit us over the head with a two by four, right? And he said, Lissa, it's about the who. Who are you believing that I am? And who are you believing that you are in me? And that's when things really started shifting first in my heart, then in my calendar, then it started showing up in my business because I started to focus on the being, right? And I'm just gonna tell you right now, that's the part that I would have bucked. I would have come on a workshop like this and been like, tell me how to do this. I just need the to-dos. Give me the checklist. Give me the one, two, threes. Give me the whatever. But this has honestly been the best use of my time. And this is why we are starting today with believing who you are as a CEO. Because when you focus on the who, and we're going to talk about it in two different ways, it will change the what. So I hope you're excited to be here today or excited to listen to this replay. And before we get started, I want you to know that you are in the right place if, okay, so kind of do a mental checklist. If you're a Christian woman who wants to be a faithful steward of what God's given you. Anyone? Yes. Give me a thumbs up or say yes in the comments. I like chats. So I know you're here and hearing me. Okay, that's one number one. Number two, you're a midlife woman. We'll talk about what that means in a minute. Some of us don't like that term, but just hold on. Who's trying to manage a lot of changing roles and responsibilities. There are a lot of people who need you kind of on every end and you're that kind of sandwiched in the middle, right? Anybody in that category? And you are an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a business owner who's probably wearing a lot of hats and you have a business that you want to be profitable. Okay, anyone doing that? Here's what I would love to hear from you guys right in the chat. If you're those of you who are here live, um, what kind of a business do you have? Just give us, you can give us the name of it or the category or whatever. Just drop it in the chat. What's the business that God has called you to? 
And while we're doing that, I just want to say it's okay if you don't have a business right now and you're listening to my voice, whether you're in the room or you're on the replay, because the principles we're talking about apply to us being the CEO of our lives. Okay. This is not just about our business. It's also about our lives. And we know that all these things, you know, go to, go together here as well. So, okay, let's see what businesses we have represented with leadership, how great leaders celebrate individuals without breaking community. I love the word with, with Aaron, you know, that you and I go back and forth uh, about that word. I love it. I know we have a personal stylist in here. I know we have a health uh, girl in here. A um, couple of you, I don't know what, what God's called you to. I know Anne does a couple of things. She just did some decorating or organizing for somebody, I think. And she's also got some other life coaching things that she does as well. So go ahead and drop those in the chat. I will come back and make sure I read through everything um, after we're done. Um, but here's the thing. I want you to know I see you, right? You're juggling a lot of things in midlife and business, right? Do you feel like you're constantly running from one thing to the next because there's never enough time to get it all done? And someone or something always needs you. So see if some of these things maybe happen to you once in a while, frequently on the daily, skipping quiet time again, because you feel like you have to jump into your day or cutting it short. Ever felt like that? Maybe adding, always adding to a never ending to-do list of responsibilities, like never getting to the bottom. And you've got lists of lists and you're rewriting the list and things like that, right? Or maybe you struggle to stay on task because you're really easily distracted, or let's be honest, you're always easily interrupted by other people, right? Or some technology or something, right? What about like who out there is saying yes to too much, but you feel guilty when you don't? Ah, right. How many of us, even right now, while you're sitting here, you're thinking of all the should do's, all the things you should be doing right now, right? And like you're only half present. Okay, yep, I'm seeing some smiles. I know I'm, I'm hitting there, right? Like I wanna tell you right now that God has not called you to live scattered, stretched and stressed. That does not serve anyone, even though we think we are, we think we're serving the world, right? But we're not when we are in that place and we're not serving ourselves either. And we're also not truly serving him. But because you are here, whether you're live or watching the replay, here's what I know about you. Even though this is how life feels a lot, you do have a desire to be faithful and fruitful and you don't want to be overwhelmed and overextended. Amen. And you long to invest your time where it matters, not only in this season of your life or business, but for eternity, what's going to last longer than you. And you're tired of waste your time being wasted by a lot of demands and distractions, right? Because let's be honest, our time is limited. We only get 24 hours in a day. And I always say, if God thought we needed more, he would have given it to us, right? And here's the thing. If we are making it all about us, right? Then yeah, it gets really frustrating, but it's not just about us. It's about him and it's about what it is that he is doing. So Aaron, have you gone to uh, redeemhertime.com forward slash CEO dash workbook? It was, it was not correct earlier today. So you may need to go back in there and do it again. Um, let me, let me real quick pop in and see if I can do it on the back end. Love technology that we can multitask in a good way. Let me see if I can quick send it to you uh, this way, Aaron. So that way you're not waiting. So yeah, we had a, a little technical glitch. Those of you who requested earlier actually were getting my Unblack Friday um, special bonus. So now you just get two. Okay, Aaron, it should be there. So hopefully you'll find it in your inbox there in just a minute. Okay, so we are here to build his kingdom, right? We are just stewards of the time, of the resources, of the business that he has entrusted to us as the CEO. So before we go any further, I want to stop and pray, uh, and then we will dive in. 
Okay. Lord, thank you so much that you are God and we are not. I thank you that you have brought each woman who is here listening to this right now, whenever that is, whether that's uh, when it's actually happening or months, years down the road. I thank you that you've brought us to this time in this place and that you have called us to the exact place we are in our lives and business. And I pray that you would open up our hearts and our minds today to hear from you and to really start believing what it is that you say is true about not only who you are, but about who we are in you. It's God, I just thank you for the work you're going to do. And I pray that it will bear fruit for your kingdom. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right. Okay. Before we go any further, I want to lay out some expectations. Okay. Here's what not to expect in this four day workshop series. Okay. The gurus are going to tell you that there's some secret strategy that you have to do, but we all know it doesn't work. It doesn't work for very long. It only works for people who have like a million followers, right? So you're not going to get a secret strategy here. Okay. They also tell you, you just have to work longer or harder. Or what about this? Have you ever heard this? You have to cram your business into the nooks and crannies of your day, right? That's how you get more done in less time. Isn't that the solution? Nope. Or maybe this, maybe you've been told this, you just need to get more organized. Right? You just need the right planner, the right task software, the right filing system, you know, the cute little organization thing in your office. And not that those aren't good things, but that's not really going to fix the problem. And there is no one size fits all, right? Each one of you is unique in where you're at in life and where you're at in business. So if you're looking for any of those things, I'm sorry. I'll just tell you right now that I'm not your girl. Okay. But here's what you can expect in this workshop. You can expect some tough love. <laughs> and I hope you always know that what I say it's first of all, what God's already been doing in here. And so I've had to wrestle with this and, you know, and this is what I believe is his truth, right? That's really going to get to the heart of our busyness and the heart of our issues with time. And here's the first thing I'm going to tell you, your busyness problem is not external. It has nothing to do with your calendar or to-do list, no matter how much we want to point the finger at everyone and everything around us. Your busyness problem is you. Ah, right. Like, how does that feel to hear? Kind of a little like, oh, I don't know if I like this, but I'm going to tell you the one thing. It's actually a good thing because that means you can do something about it with God, of course, right? Okay. The next thing is that instead of doing more and speeding up and trying to cram all the things in, I'm going to tell you to slow down. I'm going to tell you to do less and to work less, and you are going to increase your results by doing that. I'm also going to tell you, instead of just making everything look pretty, like organizing your files and color coding things and all that stuff and whatever else you think is going to, you know, um, kind of get things in the proper place, you're going to simple, you need to simplify and eliminate. We need to get rid of some stuff. And yes, you can, and not everything matters. Okay. And then what you're really going to hear, especially today, is that you need to change what you're believing more than what you're doing. Again, that's what I ran away from. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard all that before. I know Jesus, I'm good, but that actually is what makes the biggest difference. So you, if you're here for that, then say yes in the chat, right? So I know that uh, that you are here. So if you want to get the most out of this out of this series, be fully present, right? If you can be on live, be on live. There's something about being in the room that helps you to focus. It forces you to put other things down, right? And I encourage you turn off distractions, turn off notifications. Don't decide you're going to multitask. I was in a workshop last week and this girl said, oh, I thought I was going to sit here in full laundry while I was listening. And she was like, no, I had wanted to take notes, right? So if you can put things aside. Now, if you're driving or doing something else, I, I get it. Um, but as fully present as you can be in your spirit, the best, better, right? Have an open heart and open mind, right? Ask, what does God want to say to me? And how does this apply to where I am right now and where he's leading me? And I'm going to ask you to be honest, because here's the thing. We don't know everything, right? If we did, we would already be successful and we wouldn't be stressed in doing it. 
But sometimes we feel like we know something, but then we have to ask ourselves, like, am I really doing this? And am I really doing it consistently? So you might want to take notes. Okay. So workbook, mine has coffee stains in the bottom because I had it with me when I was praying over this this morning. And of course, spilled my coffee. And I'm like, you know what? It'll be a great reminder that God and I had this meeting together before we came on. So I'm not going to reprint it, but hopefully you found your workbook by now. Um, if not, you can reach out to me or go to redeemhertime.com forward slash CEO dash workbook. And I will try and do my best to keep an eye on the chat. But I, if I don't get to your question while we're here live, I will circle back and there will be a time for Q&A at the end. And what's really important is that the community is where we're going to continue the conversation and you're going to get uh, my feedback on your homework, right? And the accountability with other like-minded entrepreneurs who are also seeking to redeem their time. So if you're not already inside the community, let me type that link in. Uh, it's redeemhertime.com. I can't talk and type at the same time. Everybody else, if you can do that, you're my hero. Slash community, redeemhertime.com forward slash community. So that way you can pop in there uh, and we're going to be doing some stuff over in there after we're done. That's also where you'll find replays and things like that as well. So, and I'm just going to say this right up front too. If you like what you hear in the series, I've got something brand new. I just opened applications to the Redeemed Midlife CEO. It's a system and support. It's a 12 month experience that is going to give you everything you need as a Christian midlife women entrepreneur who feels stretched in a lot of directions to implement what we're talking about this week and to be consistent. Okay. So if that's something that you're already like, yep, this is, this is exactly what I need. Uh, let me drop that. It's redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. So I'm just going to drop that over in the chat for you there, because here's the thing. CEOs, especially solopreneurs don't do life and business alone, right? I know because I was a DIY girl for far too long and guess where it got me exhausted and empty handed, right? I did not have results. So if we are just meeting for the first time, my name is Lissa Figgins. It's actually Melissa without the M-E because it's not about me. Uh, but I was in that stage of life where I was pouring out all day long. My family, my community, my church. And then about 11 years ago, I had this crazy harebrained idea that I was going to start a business. I did not know the first thing about business at that time, but I was a teacher. So I did exactly what a good teacher would, would do. I became a student, right? So I started absorbing all this information and I started listening to everything that I could, which was great, except has anyone ever been in that place where you're just learning all the time, but that you're not really doing, or you're learning all the time and then you're trying to do it all and you're overwhelmed because you're like, literally uh, there is not enough time in the day. So that was me because I'm the girl. I was the A student in school. If you tell me to do something, I do it, right? So if the gurus say, you have to be on this platform or you have to be do this this many times a day, a week, a month, whatever it was. I was like, okay, I trust you and I do it, right? But what I found was I wasted a lot of time. I had very little success and I, I'm, it's, it makes me sad to admit this. I was neglecting my family, right? My very reason why I was building this business was not getting much of me. And honestly, I felt like a circus juggler. We'll talk about juggling tomorrow, right? Anybody ever feel like you're just trying to keep all the balls in the air and not drop one or yourself, right? My faith walk, my family, my friendships, the work I was doing, my finances, the volunteering I was doing, my own health, my home, and who had time to think about passions and dreams and goals, right? Like there was not enough of me to go around and there certainly wasn't enough time. And here's what started happening for me. I started having health issues. 
The anxiety and the stress literally cause physical reactions in my body. And I did not know that it was connected to the fact that I was too busy. So God got my attention, right? But I also was seeing the effect in these other areas because I literally was only half present. I was always living by my to-do list. I was always thinking about the next thing, right? I was always capturing the moment so I could post it or whatever, instead of just being fully present. And I knew I couldn't sustain it, right? Because it was affecting every area and I was dropping balls. Can anyone relate to dropping balls? If, if, if so, say that's me in the chat, right? And we'll talk about those balls tomorrow. But what I want to tell you is that God got my attention and he's the one who said, slow down, let me fill you and let me show you where to pour out. And he is also the one that gave me permission to not do all the things. Does anybody else need that permission? Just because you think you need to do it or somebody else thinks you should do it does not mean that's what you need to do. And so I started doing the things that God was really calling me to. And I started learning how to invest my time in who and what really mattered most in both my life and my business. And guess what? I started really living again and actually finding success. So fast forward to today, right? Not saying that I've got it perfect. I still work on these things on the daily, right? But I know that I'm called to help other busy Christian women entrepreneurs who are where I was not so long ago. And so I've, God's just used my background of teaching, coaching, and leading Christian women for over 25 years in life and business to equip me for what it is that he's calling me to do. I wish I could tell you, I figured it out, you know, the easy way I didn't, it was trial and error. It was a lot of mistakes and detours, but that's good for you because I can pass it on and help you shorten that learning curve. Right? So I was a doer and I've learned that God really has, has called me to be a beer. And here's the other thing that he taught me. See, I'm going to make you a little uncomfortable right now. Okay. Because you came in here going, okay, time. Good. We're going to get into my calendar. I'm going to figure out how to do my time blocks and all that. And we will get to that this week. I promise. But first, I want to tell you something. Your busyness, like I said earlier, is not a calendar issue, right? It's a heart issue. We think that our busyness is our disordered schedule or a disordered to-do list. And if I just get those in order, then everything will be fixed. But really, it's a disordered heart. And the beauty of it is when we figure that out, when we finally lean into that, we figure that out, we can see that a well-ordered life and business will flow from a well-ordered heart. And yet... We are human, right? We struggle with limits of time because we are not limitless. And so God brought this passage from Ephesians 5 to me when he was bringing all of this. And this is where the redeem her time actually came from. And I love the intentionality in here and the need to seek his wisdom. So if you're familiar with Ephesians 5, 15 through 16, it says, look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because these are difficult days. Difficult days. Anyone relate? <laughs> Give me an amen in the chat if you're like, yes, these are difficult days, right? There are a lot of things going on outside of us, right? That doesn't even like factor in everything going on in here. And I I think there are a lot of it comes to, is due to the shuns, the expectations of others, the obligations that we put on ourselves, and the distractions of ourselves, because we are our biggest distraction, even though we like to say it's not us, the world around us, even the enemy right? Who wants to keep us distracted from our calling, but with God, we can redeem our time, AKA make the best use of it. But here's the thing. We don't just do one thing, right? We are called to multiple roles and responsibilities. So one of the books that's going to be part of the personal growth book study inside the program is called your calling here. And now I meant to grab it so I could show you the cover, but uh, you can actually get the book club list inside of the community. I posted that earlier um, last week. 
But it says in there this, it says your vocation is made up of multiple callings. You're a daughter of God, you're a wife, you're a you know physical daughter, a sister, an aunt, a cousin, a friend, maybe you're an employee still, a church member, a leader, a volunteer, a bill payer, dishwasher, laundry folder, anyone? Yep, do those. <laughs> All on top of being an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, or a business owner of some sort, right? That's a lot of balls to juggle. So with so many roles and responsibilities, it's no wonder that we have a lot of challenges around our time. I would love to hear from you guys, those of you who are here live, what are what is maybe a challenge that you experience around your time, whether it's related to your life, your business? I believe the two are very intricately connected because if you're distracted by life, business is not going to get your time and attention. And if you're distracted by business, life is not going to get your time and attention. So I'd love to hear in the chat while I take a quick little sip, what maybe is a challenge that you experience around your time? little Jeopardy music in here while we're typing. I got some ideas, but I want to see what you guys have to say first. Having to be flexible with little children and homeschooling that cuts into or obliterates business time. <laughs> obliterates, yes, right? And it could be anything. You may not have little kids at home. Maybe you've got dogs. Maybe you have a spouse who's, you know, working from home or, you know, some some other people that are kind of constantly needing attention when you're wanting to do things. That is a very real struggle for sure. Somebody else, I struggle with deciding what my priority should be if it's not an emergency. Ah, right. I typically end up forgetting to do something and then scrambling to get it done. Yes, Stacy. so often, right? It's like the tyranny of the urgent, whatever is like the, the biggest fire, the loudest, you know, whatever it is that gets our attention and that's the direction we go. In the meantime, these other things are, you know, not so noisy and then they just kind of get forgotten. Prioritizing business over family making me resent my business. Wow. Yeah. Totally been there. Right. Like, ah, this is the thing. This is the problem. And really it's not the problem. Right. Yeah. So we always feel like someone or something needs our time and attention. We're never getting to the bottom of our list. Anyone there, right. Who here is always putting themselves in the back burner. Like there's not time left over for me by the time I get done with business. If I even did do it today, let alone household stuff and whatever other emergencies came up, like who, who left time for me. Right. Anybody else feel like time is just going too fast? You're just trying to catch up. <laughs> what? It's 10 o'clock already? Oh my goodness, right? And we're just doing all day long and we don't have a whole lot to show for it by the end of the day, right? So again, the gurus are going to say, okay, so here's your problem. You're disorganized. So you just need to get more organized. You need to try a new planner. You need a new strategy. You need to start Monday or January 1st plan. But let's vote in the, ch in the chats. One, scale of one to 10. Does just organizing things work? One to 10, one from doesn't really last very long at all, or doesn't work at all to 10 being, yep, once I got organized, it stayed that way. Now organized with Anne might have a different <laughs> vote if she was uh, able to do that and not driving, but okay, four and a half. Okay, does a little bit of five. Okay, so some, yep, because there is value there, right? A so 2.5, okay, yeah. So we have a personal stylist in here, Ashleyana, right? And here's the thing, right? So often our closets get un get disorganized, right? Yeah, right? And then you can't find stuff. And then you're wasting time trying to find it and whatever, right? Because at what's hanging in, what's in there is either too much of it, you don't need that much, or it's the wrong fit or the wrong season, or it's wrong for you, right? And so I guarantee what Ashley Anna would help you do is take everything out and clean it out, right? Like get it out, see what you have, and then get rid of the stuff that's not exactly what it is that you should be wearing and having hang there, right? And that's what we're going to be doing this week. We're going to be kind of doing a clean out of our hearts and our calendars 
and say, what's too much? What's not true? What are we not called to? We're going to clear that stuff out because we don't have time to waste on those kinds of things because we're called by him to be a CEO uh, of our life and business. So the teacher in me wants to get to some definitions here. Okay. So this is in your, in your workbook. Uh, or if you don't have the workbook, just grab a piece of paper. Okay. There are a couple definitions we're going to go over. The most important is the third one, but you can write down all three if you want to. The first one is what is a midlife woman? Because some people are like, I don't know if I'm a midlife woman, right? Because they hear me say that. If you're a midlife woman, you are somewhere between the mid to late thirties to the mid to late sixties. You're probably experiencing changes and challenges because roles are reversing. Maybe there's this loss of identity, like a, who am I, right? You're probably like a little sandwich between like launching kids. Maybe it feels like it's going to be a long time till they launch, but you're trying to help them be more independent, or maybe they're actually like moving out of the nest. And then on the other end, you've got parents who are aging that you're now kind of turning into more of a caregiver and, you know, being responsible for things that they need. Right. And then in the middle, what happens? We have our own faith, our own marriage, our own friendships, our own wellness, finances, passions, all these things that need tending. Right. So it's a lot to manage. Right. Because it's coming from both sides and in the middle. Okay. Scale one to 10. How well do you feel like you're managing it all on both ends with you sandwiched in the middle? Okay. I won't say any names for those who are just listening, but yeah. How, how well do you think that's going? A one. Okay. Well, thanks to your honesty. <laughs> we probably at all different times, another one. Okay. Okay. So this is a real thing. This is a real struggle. Okay. And guess what? This season, you know, is not going to go away. So what we can do is we can change our heart and our perspective about it. Okay. Definition number two is what is an entrepreneur? Okay. An entrepreneur is someone who operates a business. And I love this. I heard this, this uh, definition a few days ago. And they take on greater than normal risks than other people, right? <laughs> yes, right? Like who's the crazy person who decided to start a business when you could just go work for somebody else and let them make all the decisions, let them figure out what happens when there's not money come in, let them figure out, you know, when they're going to be open, when they're going to be closed or, you know, what they're going to offer or whatever. Wouldn't that be easier? Right. But for whatever reason, God has called you to it, right? And if you're a solopreneur, then you are the one wearing most, most or all the hats, right? And I'm guessing that's probably a lot of us. We may have a VA or two. We may have, you know, maybe like a, someone who helps us with a project once in a while, but for the most part, things are on our shoulders. Okay. But most of us probably didn't come out of the womb dreaming of being an entrepreneur, right? Would you say most of us, most of you, if you do have a business, it was because of, of some kind of a calling or some kind of a passion that God put in your heart. And this is just like the next step to do it. How many of you feel like you fully understood all the risks you were taking on when you said yes to a business? Ah, <laughs> like no way, no idea, right? And yet it is like the most amazing journey because you grow in the process, right? And there are days when we feel like we want to throw in the towel or other people who are well-meaning tell us to throw in the towel. Have you ever been there, right? Because yeah, that's too much risk. It's costing you too much, right? But you're here because you have been called to do this by God and you want to do it for his glory. Okay, so here's the most important definition that we're gonna talk about all week. A CEO, what is a CEO? The world's definition is that they are the chief executive officer and they're not wrong, but I'm gonna refine it in just a minute. They are the highest person in a company, right? They are the vision caster, the decision maker, the action taker. Maybe they're the master delegator, right? They tell everybody else what to do. They just have the great ideas. Okay, but I want us to, to kind of tweak that definition a little bit for, and make faith as a center. Okay, so when from now on, from this moment until we're done, till, until the last time you talk to me ever, you know, a CEO is going to be this, a Christ-empowered operator. A Christ-empowered operator. One who operates a God-given business by increasing her faith to minimize her risk. 
right? So let me say that again. One who operates a God-given business by increasing her faith to minimize her risk. Because the more you believe what he says about who you are and who he is and what he's called you to, the less risk that you are taking on yourself. Isn't that such a much better way to run a business? Does that feel already like maybe a little bit of the burden is off your shoulders? Like, yeah, Christ has empowered me to do this. This is not just me and my own hoping and praying this is going to, you know, someday turn out. Okay. And I like to say, I learned this from my coach. I love this. You are the CEO. Okay. So you are that vision caster. You are that decision maker, the action taker, the delegator. We'll talk about that this week. Right. But here's the thing. He is the chairman of the board. And if you know how a chairman of the board works in a typical business or organization setting, they are the ones who give guidance and approval because they are making sure that what's being done is in alignment with the values of that company, right? So he is the one who's going to keep us in alignment with our calling and his bigger purpose. So really, even though you're the CEO, he's the one really leading, okay? And you can't do anything without him giving the, yep, okay? Which is good news because it's all from him anyway. It's all for him anyway. And guess what? He is more than enough, right? Like that's the great news. So maybe you're hesitant to admit you're a midlife woman. I don't know if you're like, I, you like that word or not. Some people have this like visceral reaction to it. I love it because it just kind of shows I'm not done, but I'm also not a newbie, right? Most of you probably would say, yes, I'm an entrepreneur, but do you really see yourself as a CEO? Like, do you call yourself the CEO of fill in the blank, whatever the name of your business, or your company is. And this one thing that we're going to work on right now is what can shift everything in the results that you have. Okay. Because it's not about what you're doing. It's about what you're being and what you're believing. Okay. What kind of, what, what would you think the world would say is the most important to do as a CEO? How do you think the world would answer that? Okay. Apart from Christ, apart from feeling called to this business, what do you think the world would say, put in the chat, is the most important to do or task set or whatever you want to call it of a CEO? What do you think they would say? They might say figuring out that branding right? Make sure your messaging is, is right everywhere. Having a vision. Yep. That's good. It's important. Social media posts. So the world definitely wants to tell us that, right? Like we have to be there all the time, managing and guiding. Yes, yes, yes. Those are all important things, but they have to be done with this one thing first. Okay. So here's untrue belief. Number one, that busy Christian women entrepreneurs make you ready for it. We think the solution to change or growth or success is in what we do. We think the solution to change growth or success is in what we do, right? You have to be on a gazillion platforms, right? Or at least three. You have to do more lives. You have to send daily emails or maybe the other extreme, right? Ditch social media, do reels, don't do posts. Like only send a once a month newsletter. You're bugging people, right? Or get this, write a full page of affirmations you don't believe. I literally was working with some um, experts and every day I had a notebook just like this, but I actually threw it away. I would write out the same affirmation literally like 50 times. And guess what? I did not believe it anymore at the end of that list as I did at the beginning, because that isn't, it wasn't based on anything that was making me believe it was true, right? I wasted a lot of ink and a lot of paper and a lot of time and nothing changed. So the question is not to ask, are you doing or not doing the right thing? 
The question to ask is, are you believing or not believing the right thing? Right? That is what is going to make the biggest difference because the what doesn't matter as much as the how. How are you thinking? Why does the how matter more? Because what you think becomes what you believe, which affects what you do or don't do, which determines your results. I'm going to show you that in just a minute. Okay. Today we're, into, we're talking about how to take those not enough thoughts, right? If you think like, I'm not a CEO or I don't know enough to be a CEO and how we can change them based on God's truth. Okay. And that is the most important work that you can do. Okay. You here for that? Good. Okay. So first I want to just quick look at how serious this is. And this might be a little bit like, Ooh, ouch, Lissa. Okay. But as I was like praying over this, God brought to mind Luke 645, which says a good person brings good things out of the good stored up in their heart. And an evil person brings evil things out of the evil stored up in their heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Let me repeat that last phrase. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Okay, but right now you're probably listening. Wait, Lissa, did you just say that me not believing I'm a CEO is a good versus evil thing? No, but yes. So let me explain this, okay? Scripture teaches us every good thing comes from God, right? He only speaks truth, James 1, 17. And we also know the enemy is a liar and the father of lies, and there is no truth in him, John 8, 44. So if you and I are believing things that are not true, they are not from God. So that is right. And if we're believing things from the one who wants to keep us from the truth, right, that's keeping us from building a God honoring life and business and keeping us from fruitfulness in his kingdom. That's filling our hearts with him, right? And with the things that he wants us to believe, which is, which is going to fall on that evil side. I don't know how they measure this, but they say the average person has 60,000 thoughts a day. Again, no idea how they measure that, but let's just go with it. Okay. 75% of those are negative, AKA untrue. I didn't do the math, but that's a lot <laughs> like 40 some thousand probably. Okay. 95% of what you think each day is on repeat. Right. And they also tell us that what you repeatedly think is what you are right? Because over and over again, you start to believe it. So we are going to right now check in with your thoughts about seeing yourself as a CEO of your business. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to think about what beliefs do you have about you as the CEO of your business? And do you know how you can tell what comes out of your mouth? Okay. What do you speak out loud? Or maybe you don't speak it out loud. Maybe it's just that inner voice that goes, okay. So I want you to drop a thought that maybe you've heard other business owners say, asking for a friend, wink, wink, in the chat. I'm sure it wouldn't be you, right? But like, what are typical things, thoughts that we have about ourselves as a CEO uh, of our business? Drop something, drop, drop an idea in the chat or a thought that maybe you've heard somebody else, you know, had at some point, but it really probably is you, but we won't tell anybody because it's me too. <laughs> the end all. Interesting. I'd love to hear more about what you mean by that. I'm not good enough to succeed. Ooh, yeah. I'm not enough. What I do isn't important. Wow. Yeah, if I'm gonna give time to something, like this, of course the enemy would love to say, it's not important, it doesn't matter, right? What about, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not equipped. I'm not an expert. Everybody else knows more. Oh, that's good. And Stacy. people don't want to listen to me, right? Why would people listen to me? There are certainly people out there who know more than I do, right? There are other people out there more successful than I am. 
Like I've been trying this for, I'm in year three of my business and I still can't figure this out. Who am I? What am I doing? Maybe this isn't for me, right? Anybody relate? I know, you know, these, we're talking about our friends out there, right? But like, maybe we can relate a little bit to some of these thoughts, like, okay, scale of one to 10, how much do you think these kinds of thoughts affect the results in our business? Yeah. Alive from the enemy, Michelle, you're right, right? Yeah, that's totally. Scale of one to 10, how much do you think that these kinds of thoughts affect the results in our business? I think often, right? Okay. The end all is that I'm the hinge on which failure or success depends. Yes. Okay. Thank you for that clarification. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. But do we act like it's a 10, right? So often we are acting like it's a one or a two and we just keep pushing and we keep thinking, right? And we keep spiraling in the same thing. I think oftentimes we underestimate the impact because it's not seen, right? So today I'm going to help you make it tangible with a really simple tool that will allow you to not only see it, but change it. Because here's the thing, if you're not even aware of the fact that you're thinking and believing this, right, you're not going to be able to do something different with it. And we're going to take it to what God has to say. So I am going to give credit to where I got this from. I adapted this from my coach, Judy Weber, who got it from her coach. (laughs) So this has just been passed on down the line. I just made it my version, Um, but it's called the steer belief map. And if you have the workbook, I already have it printed out there for you. It's super simple. If you don't have the workbook, it's really easy too. you grab a piece of paper and you write the letters steer vertically, S-T-E-E-R, okay? Some of you have already worked through this with me. I mean, every time I do this, I did this this self for uh, this morning for myself. Like this is something that, you know, is it doesn't, nobody ever outgrows this, okay? But this is gonna show us how our beliefs steer our results, okay? So the S is the situation and it is always neutral, okay? So let's let's say, for example, our situation is that I have a business, Okay. Your business. Okay. So just write that as your situation. It's your business. Okay. If you don't have a business, pick another, just very neutral thing that you're wanting to give, you know, you're wanting to see do well. The T is the thoughts that you are thinking on repeat. And remember what you're thinking on repeat, you're probably believing. So if I take one of these, right. Okay. Aaron, I'm going to use yours as the last one I can see in the chat. I'm the hinge on which failure or success depends. Okay. So let's, I'm sure we've all thought that at some point, like it's up to me, right? Good or bad, right? It's all on my shoulders. So put down some kind of version of that thought that you've had. Okay. Some, some, some kind of, some version of I'm the hinge on which failure or success depends, or it all depends on me. The first E is for emotions. What are you feeling when you are thinking and believing that failure or success all depends on you? Drop in the chat, a feel, an emotion a feeling that you have, if that is what you are hearing on repeat and what you are believing, what would you be feeling? Discouragement? Yeah, for sure. Maybe comparison? If you're looking at how somebody else is doing it? Overwhelm? Pressure, okay. And then you buckle. Yeah, maybe insecurity, doubt, anxiety, for sure. Fear, right? The second E is execution. When you are feeling that way because you're thinking and believing that thought, what types of things do you do or not do? So if you are feeling, I'm just going to read the ones that were in the chat. If you're feeling discouraged, overwhelmed, pressured, and anxious, what kind of actions are you going to take? or not take. 
it's probably going to go one of two directions. Either you're going to like be like grasping at straws, like trying to like claw your way (laughs) to make it happen. Or you're going to be like, forget it. I don't even know what to do. Right. I'm opting for Netflix and Haagen-Dazs, right. You're either hamster wheel (laughs) or you're Haagen-Dazs, right. We got to have like the two extremes or maybe you're somewhere in the middle or maybe it depends on the day. Right. But like, you're probably going to air one way or the other, right. It is going to affect what you do. Or maybe you just do nothing. You're right, Tanya. Maybe you do nothing. So R is your result. What is your result when you're doing or not doing those things, when you're feeling that, that, that emotion, when you are thinking that thought guaranteed, it's going to be, you know what? Yeah. My success and my failure totally depends on me when I'm good. I'm good. And when I'm not, I'm not. And here's what you can always do. You can always draw an arrow from the R up to the T because the results will always reflect what you're thinking. And the problem is, is this is where we stay stuck, like over and over. Remember, repeat, repeat thoughts over and over and over again. That thought that you're thinking of right now, and you're going to get a chance to do this in a few minutes uh, for your homework, that thought has probably been on repeat and you just have stayed stuck in this place. And that doesn't serve you, right? No wonder you're not getting the results, even if you are taking action, because it's coming from the wrong belief. Okay, so that may be the truth of what you're thinking, believing, and feeling. But what does God say? What does God say in his word? What has God said directly to you? And here's where we grab a verse or a principle to get rooted in. Okay, because the enemy wants us to like believe all the lies out here, right? Even the ones that we're telling ourselves. Okay, but we know for a Christ empowered operator, right? He's the chairman of the board. So what is it that he says? Okay, so looking at this situation, right? If you're feeling like everything depends on me, you're probably feeling inadequate would be my guess, right? So one of my favorite go-to verses, and you might want to kind of start coming up with a list of maybe like, I don't know, three, five, 10 verses that you can just kind of go to and grab because a lot of them, you know, again, are on repeat. So one of my favorites is 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And you'll write this where it says God's truth. You don't have to write the whole verse out, but um, I'll read it to you. It says, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, did you hear all, all, all? You will abound in every good work. It's almost like he knew we needed to hear that, (laughs) right? Wow. What would it look like if that was the truth that you were believing? What would that look like? So this is what leads to the second half, okay? So if you've got your notebook or if you've got the the workbook, it's already written. If not, you're going to put steer underneath the truth again. So this is kind of what it looks like for those of you who don't have that. Okay, you got steer vertically again. The situation is the same my business that hasn't changed, but the thought, what is the thought that you would be thinking if you believed that God truly is able to abundantly bless you with everything you needed at all times so that you can abound in what you do? What what kind of a thought? Yeah. Second Corinthians nine, eight. Somebody's asking what the reference was. What, what's, what's a thought that you think you'd be having if you truly believed that scripture? Somebody wants to unmute or drop it in the chat, either one. God will provide. Yes. Right. So instead of it being all on us, I love that, Aaron, God will provide. So let's go with that one. Okay. Our new thought is going to be God will provide. And yes, there probably are times when we still wonder, right. But we're going to start believing it more than we're believing that all depends on me. Okay. So that's our new thought. So then what's our emotion? 
what are you feeling if you are believing and, and, and you're grounding in God will provide? What emotions will come up now? Drop that in the chat and let's see how those are different from our first list. We were discouraged, overwhelmed, anxious earlier. Peace, peace, yeah. Stayed, relieved, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it does not all depend on us, right? What freedom there is in that. Then what about the execution, empowered? I love that word. What action will you take or not take? What things are you not going to do, right? Which is actually going to benefit you this time instead of you running from something in an action. I don't know about you, but I'd probably take imperfect action. I would stay focused. I would keep going. I would seek his wisdom, right? And what are your results going to be? You're going to see God's provision. Notice how the results directly reflected your thought. More intentional action versus scattered and stressed. Yes, right? And it's not you trying to figure it all out. It's not you going, hmm, what do I think I should do? Right? I mean, here's the thing. God didn't necessarily hand you a step-by-step business plan when he called you to business. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't have a plan and a purpose and a direction that he wants to lead you in. And therein is the faith that we have to trust him right? That he is going to provide, even if we can't see it, even if it doesn't make sense, even if we don't know. Can you see and feel the difference already? Like I, whenever I go through this, this exercise, I like feel this like reaction in my body. I can like feel my heart, like, okay, okay. Right. And then drawing me towards what that thing is versus me, like trying to step away. Right. Scale one to 10, how much do you believe that by pausing and doing an exercise like this, it will give you different results? And you're going to see it as you do it, right? In the beginning, you may be like I was like, I don't know, Lisa, like, yeah, mindset stuff, right? Still, I, I need to know how to send the emails. I need to know how to get people to respond to my messages. I need to know how to like, you know, all, all the things that we think it's about. But really, this is the biggest, this is the biggest change it's going to make is believing that we are a CEO and that he is the one who's providing just like we did. Right. So I'm going to challenge you to try it. Right. Because chances are you've been doing it the other way for too long. So no wonder you feel like you're going in circles. You're wasting time. (laughs) You're not, you're not seeing results. Right. Yeah. We are still going to have to fight the keeping the random thoughts out. You're right. But the process works, right? The process will work. And the more we do it, the more that we will be able to capture, take that thought captive right? Before it spirals into more and more, whether that's a couple of hours, whether that's a couple of days, whether that's a couple of weeks or months or whatever it turns into, because otherwise what happens is it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We're telling ourselves one thing and guess what? That's what's happening. So any time you spend thinking about what's not true is time wasted. Anybody feel like you don't have enough time? Here's one way to cut some of that time out. Don't spend any time on those thoughts because you're either going to keep you on the busyness hamster wheel where you're always trying to catch up and trying to get where you think you should be or where others say you should be. And you're just going to do more or you're going to opt to binge Netflix and haagen and do nothing because it feels better in the moment. I'm curious, do your thoughts, right? Current thoughts right now send you into hamster mode or haagen mode? Do you tend to do more or do you tend to be like, huh, Christmas, like Hallmark Channel, this is the se- just the season, right? Yeah, test the spirits, test your thoughts, test everything. Either option is not making a good use of our time and it's also not getting us results. Yeah, and sometimes we do both, right? Sometimes it depends on what it is, right? We feel like, oh, I can't let this go. Or we're like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I just, 
I can't do anything. Right. So when we start changing what we believe about who got, who has called us and what he's called us to, to be a CEO, which was what a Christ empowered operator. I want you to watch how the way you view and use your time will shift. And the more aware we can be of this, right? The more we can take these thoughts captive and notice what we're believing sooner, right? It, then it's going to start producing the kind of fruit we want to see. Because when you show up thinking and believing like a CEO, the right, the, the CEO we're talking about, right? Then you start deciding and acting like one, and then you will start seeing the results and the fruit. So the number one key, right? If I don't teach you anything else this week is be rooted in the identity of who he has called you to be right? Otherwise, all the other strategies we talked about this week are not going to last or work, no matter how good they are. And there are great ones coming, right? Because your business can't outgrow you. And if you don't know how to be a CEO, you're like, Lisa, I, I don't know what to do. I am not equipped. Good. Seek his wisdom and get around other like-minded entrepreneurs. God brought to mind this morning, Proverbs 9, 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Right. And that fear is not the like, oh, I'm shaking fear. That fear is like, wow, I like under, I get who he is and, and, and how holy he is and how he is enough. Right. Who he is before what you do. I have this quote that, that I read uh, a couple of weeks ago that's on my whiteboard that's on, on the side of my office. It says, tend to the roots and the fruits will take care of themselves. Right. When you are rooted in the truth, the fruit, AKA our results, whether it's in our life or our business will take care of ourselves. take care of itself, right? doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Sometimes there's still going to be a little struggle to get that fruit out, but guess what? It's going to be a whole different thing. Okay. Amen to that. Right. Okay. I know that they say not to give away all your secrets, you know, and I, I just did, especially on day one, like <laughs> you could literally not show up this week. And this one thing would like totally change how things go in your business. Cause this is really how things started turning around for me. Because before really getting this, I was doing a lot, but it was doing out of desperation, out of duty and out of distraction, right? That emergency that popped up, that's what I was doing because it was the fire, right? It was the tyranny, the urgent. But after I started shifting and grounding myself in my identity and my beliefs and my thoughts in the truth, I started being, and that being was coming out of confidence and certainty and a calling, right? So we are actually going to use this steer belief map every day this week because I can give you tools, but if your tools are not being picked up with the right beliefs, they're not going to get you very far. Okay. So, but when you do put these two things together, the right belief and the right tools, watch out world, this CEO is on fire, right? Like this is really going to shift. You came in today, probably thinking your problem was you were disordered. You were unorganized, Right. And thinking you just need to figure out what to do. But hopefully I shifted some things for you today. I would love for you to pop in the chat. Uh, what was an aha that you had today? What was something that shifted in you? Or something you were reminded of? Or something that you're like, wow, I've never heard that before, thought that before, considered that before. I'm going to need to, yeah, kind of sit on that. I'd love to hear. What was it that God was speaking to you today? And it's okay if you don't know yet, because you might have, need to have time for this to kind of sink in. And maybe later tonight when you're laying in bed, right? And you're like, these things are kind of going over. Or maybe you listen to the replay again or things like that. So, right? It's okay, right? God, God's not bound by our time. 
He can still keep teaching us. Reminded this is God's business, not mine. I don't have to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. Amen. Because it's all him. I love that. Yeah. What freedom, what hope, what peace, right? And also it compels us, right? It's not this, oh, get off easy because God's got this, right? It's it's almost like a, it all the more makes me want to like lean in and like partner with him. I've done something similar with the steer method, but did not think about applying it to my faith and how it relates to business. Good. Yeah. Stacey, this applies to like every area, right? So if you're struggling, Ashley and I had this conversation this morning, if you're struggling with how you look, right? Because she's helping people get dressed in the morning, right? Michelle's helping people with their health. You know, Aaron's helping people with their, with their uh, leadership. Tanya helps people with like feeling anxiety, like any area, this will work because it's the root is always the thoughts, right? The root is always the thoughts. So yeah, apply this to other areas. I love that. Yeah. Surrender and co-labor. Yes. We want to co-labor with him. I love that. Taking the time to examine my thoughts will help me uncover the lies I believe about who I am and what I am capable of. Yeah. Cause that's how the enemy wants to keep us stuck. He wants to push us down, right? Nope. Not going to shine for Jesus. Cause I know that's, he knows what that's going to do. Right. So we are going to take those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Second Corinthians 10, five, and imagine what will change if you start really believing that what God says is really true about you. One of the bonuses, when you decide to join the Redeemed Midlife CEO, I've put together this bonus. You get 52, yes, one for every week because we need this, biblical mindset prompts. So you get a weekly scripture. You get a biblical truth affirmation, not a woo-woo affirmation. Those don't work, okay? This one's based on biblical truth. And then you get a steer application. So the steer belief map is in there. And then you also have, how am I going to implement this? And you have an opportunity to submit it for individual feedback coaching. Because this is the most important work that you will do as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, even as a wife, mom, or whatever other thing you're called to before anything else, right? This is the work. Am I grounding my beliefs and my identity in the truth? And here's the thing. CEOs don't wait till January 1st to believe that God has called and equipped them for their business, right? Okay. Any questions those of you who are on live have about how to use the steer belief map before I give you your homework? It gets easier with practice, okay? But any questions on what those meant? S, situation. T, thoughts. Your, remember, your situation is neutral, okay? It, it's not good or bad. It's just, it is, okay? T is thoughts. The first E is emotion. The second E is execution. What am I doing or not doing? The R is result, okay? And your beliefs steer your results. You can always draw an arrow from belief down to results, Okay. Aaron asked a great question. How often should we do steer? Weekly? Daily? <laughs> every minute? <laughs> well, we probably don't have time to do this every minute, Aaron, but here's what I would recommend. Like, yeah, make this a daily practice. So what I do is I do my quiet time with the Lord and then I will pull this out and be like, what have I been thinking? What have I been believing? Right? What, what's been going on in my brain? I probably had 10 things I could have done on this morning, but I picked one and I worked through it. Right. And it's just interesting. The more you work through that process, the sooner you start noticing and are able to work through that process, you know, uh, kind of a little bit faster in your heart and your head. Um, so I would say, yes, do it as often as you need to, but start making it a habit because prop chances are you need to at least once a day. <laughs> right. And so start off with that so that it'll start building that muscle and start helping you to really notice that great question. Okay. So here's your first opportunity to practice it. Your homework for today is to capture a thought that you have, okay? We came up with one that we did as a group. I want one that you have about you being the CEO of your business. 
something related to your business, okay? And you are going to complete a steer belief map. And then I'm going to encourage you, this might feel scary, to go share it on today's post inside the Redeemer Time community. And there are two reasons I want you to do that. Well, probably a few reasons. One, because it gets you doing the work, which is where you're going to start seeing the change. But number two, when you post it, not only are you going to get my feedback, but you're also going to realize you're not alone. And you may inspire somebody else who's been thinking that same thing, right? Or they may post something that like you go, oh, wow, that, that was me too. That's me. I never even realized that was, that was something that the enemy was putting in there. And I guarantee if you take a few minutes, you can go work through the sphere belief map in less than five minutes, maybe 10, if you're really taking some extra time in there, right? You will start seeing and feeling the shift. So do that. I encourage you do it before you start a work block right? Do it before you go into whatever your next task is for work, for your business and see the shift that it brings. Okay. And when you come back tomorrow, we're going to talk about how to truly create work-life balance. And you're going to get my with God life assessment to see where maybe things might be out of balance because sometimes what happens is life is happening, right? And it takes over business or we're so focused on business and push, push, push and do, 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 or maybe we've got a big project and then that can take over life. And then we're dropping balls, right? So we're going to look at what that looks like. And if you already are feeling like, okay, like I love this kind of faith-centered content. I've not heard this before. I need this in my business. I need this in my life. And you like being served at a higher level. I'm going to encourage you. Applications are open to the Redeemed Midlife CEO Program. Um, Let me drop the uh, link so that you can go check it out. It's redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. You can check out a whole bunch of info about what's in there and all the goodies and there is an application button. I will not even let you pay for a program until you have applied and showed me your level of commitment. Okay, so I encourage you take a step of faith, plant that seed and say, okay. And again, taking that step, you haven't, you haven't put any, you know, you haven't put your credit card out there. So you can still let God lead in the way he's going to lead, right? But what if this is what will help you to not only be more fruitful in your business, but also in these other areas of your life. And we have so much more we're going to dive into over the next few days. Um, but before we go, um, I just want to open it up for any other questions, because um, I, I know we're right at an hour here. So I think, thanks you guys for hanging on today. And again, the replay will be up if you had to leave early or you need to go right now. But why not uh, unmute this? Here's the benefit of being on live. You get to ask your questions in real time. So you can unmute or you can drop it in the chat. Um, either one. Um, and if you're listening to the replay, I'll just say this, pop inside the Redeemer Time community. There will be a day one post uh, and you can just put your question in the comments there. Um, or, you know, that's also where you'll put your homework. That way we'll keep everything for day one on the day one post. So it's not, you know, randomly everywhere. And that way I have one place to go and you have one place to go and that'll make it easy. Okay. The link to the community, if you're not already in there is redeemhertime.com forward slash community. Okay, that's where we're really going to take this and start implementing and start getting the support that you need. So anyone who's on here live have a question that you want to ask, or maybe just an aha or something that you want to share before we go. And if not, that's okay too. Sometimes those questions come up later. Sometimes when we're like, okay, I'm in the middle of this and now I really need this. Wait, what? Tell me this again. Or how do I do this? Or what might be, maybe you're like, maybe you have a hard time coming up with like, what's, what's the biblical truth that would go along with this? Pop that on today's post, right? Like, let us help you with this. Okay. So good. I'm glad. Uh, I can can share real quick. 
I will just share just because I think everybody who is a CEO entrepreneur might benefit from this. When I did my steer, um, it had a lot to do with like perfection as I'm building or doing my business, whatever it is. Like I can struggle with like, it's not perfect. It's not exactly how I want it to be yet. And when I went through steer, basically God like tells us that he's not, he doesn't bless perfection. Like nowhere in the Bible is he like, do this thing perfectly. And then I will bless you. Um, you know, Hebrews in Hebrews is where the faith, right. The, the people of faith, like because of their faith by faith, all of these things happened. And so doing this steer made me realize that just having faith that God is blessing my efforts because I am being prayerful and doing this business with him, I'm having this with God experience that it will be blessed. He will bless my efforts, even though they aren't perfect, even though they kind of feel sloppy because I'm just starting right that journey. Um, So I just wanted to share that because I'm going to keep that in mind this week and, and moving forward, because I feel like that will help me to stop avoiding doing the work that I'm afraid won't be perfect. And it will start to make me more excited about it, more excited to see how God blesses it and how he's going to transform what I do into something even better as I continue to have that with God um, mindset. I love that. I love that. And, you know, just, it reminds me, I've just been in Romans lately and talking about how like, like for Abraham, right. It was his faith that was credited to him as righteousness. It wasn't about what he did. It wasn't about, I I figured this all out and I, you know, I did X, Y, and Z. And sometimes we think, yeah, I have to have all these things in place and then I will be accepted or then I'll be worthy or then I will be enough or whatever it is. But it's just, yeah, I have faith that what God says about himself and about what he's called me to and about who I am in him, that is where that is. So I love that reminder. Thank you so much for sharing that. Good. Anyone else? What if you have a laundry list of thoughts that are not true and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Like, this is literally like me all day long. Just pick one, just pick one, let go of any guilt around like, you know, I'm a mess because that's not going to serve you either. You could start with that. <laughs> I'm always thinking bad things about me, right? Like, yeah, just pick one. And here's the, on the other side of it too. If you can't think of a thought you're believing that's affecting how you show up, what do you do? First of all, none of us think perfectly all day long, right? So just start paying attention. Because maybe it's just something you've been so oblivious to, or you've been so distracted by all the doing that you haven't really paused to say, what am I being? What am I believing? So hopefully that it's going to grow some awareness uh, as you go. So, all right. Well, thanks for being here. I will see you guys over inside the community uh, the rest of today. And then for those who are able to join us live tomorrow, same time, 12 o'clock Central Standard Time, we will be here. We'll be talking about how to balance work and life, right? We talk a lot about work-life balance. What is that? And is it even possible? There's a whole you know, thing about is this balance even really a thing? So we'll be talking about that tomorrow. So thanks for being here today. Take care, everyone. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. 
head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.